Welcome to the Women Living Healthy podcast, where we empower and inspire women along her self-care journey, her spiritual path, and her wellness transformations. Join us weekly and begin embodying your true essence and authenticity. Become your very own wellness expert and embrace a life filled with good health, vitality, abundance, and purpose. This is episode number 38 on the Women Living Healthy podcast. Today's episode is entitled Healing at the Root, Nature and Food as Medicine for the Mind, Body, Soul, and Spirit. Today with special guest Anne-Marie Arnold. In today's episode, you will learn about nature as an embodiment of the mind, body, soul, and spirit, healing of vibrational effects of nature, water, and food on the physical, emotional, spiritual, and mental bodies, the expansion and discovery of self, self-acceptance, and personal perspectives through nature and nutrition, and deep connections and belongingness through nature's healing properties and its connection with our Creator and humanity. Welcome back, everyone, to the Women Living Healthy Podcast. This is Dr. K, your host, and today I am joined with a very special guest, Anne-Marie Arnold. She's my new friend, my new kindred spirit friend, as I call her. So, Anne-Marie, welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. Howard, thank you for having me. Yes, it's a pleasure to have you here. And just thank you for just taking the time to be here and share your awesome, awesome story. And and I, like I said, when we jumped on the call, I really, truly just value when spirit leads me to extraordinary people like yourself, soul people, kindred people, you know, people that we just really feel that instant connection with and have that bonding of love and understanding. And, and this was like immediately, I mean, we met before today. And, and when I saw you on other social platforms, I was already energetically connected. And that's how I seek out my guests. Anyway, people know that, you know, I'm very spiritually in tune. And when I just I heard you speak on other platforms about what we're going to talk about today, I was drawn into your story, but more so I was drawn into your spirit. So I feel that you and I, we, we just resonate on that energetic level. And, um, and we have, you know, very common interest of what we do as Reiki practitioners and energy healing <laughs> and, you know, just some of the worldviews we have, a you know, common, you know, interest in that as well. So very inspired by you. And I consider you my spiritual mentor now. I hope that's okay. <laughs> I'm humbled. I'm honored. <laughs> well, it's all true. And I'm honored that you're here. So just to give listeners just a little bit more about you in terms of your background. So I mentioned that you're a Reiki practitioner and a master and a teacher as well. And you're also the co-founder of Functional Wellness Network. And you're the owner of Healing at the Root, where you're also a shaman. And as I mentioned, a Reiki master teacher. And so what I find interesting about Anne Marie is that prior to her works and service that she's doing in the community and throughout humanity is that she committed herself based on the experience where she had a great deal of health challenges. And so she has very much a, a, a wide variety of personal experience that she's going to share with us and how she came into profound healing and transformation. And now that she is not only sharing her story, but she's sharing the testimony and the story of others that she's worked with and has transformed their lives and their health as well. So her story is very inspirational. And so all who are here to, to hear her and all who will, who will hear her later, as you look back at this video or this audio recording, you'll see that she's such a beautiful soul. And so, Anne-Marie, thank you. 
thank you again for being here. And also just want to note your own words that you mentioned in your bio. I am love. I am truth. I am light. And I am very intuitive. I love it. <laughs> so Anne-Marie, we'll just kind of... All you and you're very authentic. So thank you for just showing up authentically. And so we'll just kind of get started with you just telling us a little bit more about yourself and what you do and your personal journey towards, you know, healing at the root. Ah, that's that says it all right there. Healing at the root. Yeah. That's what I've been doing my whole life is healing at the root. And what I have learned, I like to share with others. Um it doesn't have to be so complicated. It doesn't have to be so hard. Um, sometimes we as human beings complicate things mm-hmm. when things can be so simplistic. It's tuning into yourself, getting to know who you are. And the first thing that I had to learn, which was the hardest thing for me to learn because of the generational conditioning that I had endured, like many others, was owning our God self within ourselves, that source, that aspect we're all different, just different aspects of that, that source. Um, you and I discussed about this <clears throat> a week or so ago about mm-hmm. owning our masculine and feminine within us. That's where the, um, the harmony, we need to bring it into harmony. I always use the word balance, but I kind of like the word harmony better mm-hmm. because when it's in harmony and you're in tune and you're in that vibration, and you understand your value and the value of that source within you, the possibilities are endless. They're magical. Yes. They're amazing. Because you're not stopping yourself, and you're not letting anybody else stop you. You're just being. You're the embodiment of that source. And you want to not project that, but authentically own that part of yourself, do some deep soul searching because mm-hmm. each one of us has this. Yes. We really do. We rely too much on external things when everything is internal. Why do we always look outside? I mean, I look outside when I go out into nature because it has so much to give me back mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in love and in kindness. It does, but I'll tell you what, it can also have the wrath upon it. That's right. That's what we're seeing today. Yes, absolutely. So we're got to get into harmony. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit more about how you came to this point in your life. Tell us a little bit about your journey into healing and what that was about, how, what it entailed and how you came to this point of understanding about yourself and your connection with that spiritual aspect of yourself and mind, body, soul, and spirit. And your connection with nature. How did this all come about? I've always been connected to nature. Even mm-hmm. as a child, I can remember I was about three, two or three. Mm-hmm. And I had a baby frog. And that frog was my best friend. I remember this. How I remember this, I have no idea. But I remember it. <laughs> and I was playing with a baby frog. And I'll never forget the lessons that I got that day as a very young child was an adult coming in and literally squished my frog and killed mm. it. And I was like, Oh my, you know, mm. that, that was a family member to me. Right. And it taught me a very valuable lesson. Now that I look back upon it, I'm like, wow. Mm. 
you know, and to be honest with you, I held a grudge against my aunt for many, 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 many years. Mm -hmm. Finally, I had to let go of that because she didn't have the understanding. Exactly. And most people don't recognize that animals have souls too. Yes, they do. Anything that is alive has a soul. Mm -hmm. I have been a leaf on a tree, a blade of grass, Mm. feather on an eagle. The possibilities are just endless when you are so connected to everything and you understand those connections and those vibrations. And when it's tough living in this world sometimes, (laughs) uh, navigating it. But the health, um, it started when I was young. I I had, uh, I don't want to say rheumatic fever. Uh, I used to go into convulsions. I'd run really high fevers, go into convulsions. Well, they took my tonsils and adenoids out. After they did that, then things subsided. Then I find out I've got an allergy to eggs as a child. Well, after they did what they had to do, the, took the tonsils in it, that, that's all part of it was the egg. Um, I guess that's what precipitated it or brought it about. And after they did the tonsils and adenoids, then things straightened out. Then it was, ah, mom said, I think it was about three or four years later, she introduced eggs back to me. And I seemed to do fine, seemed to do mm-hmm, fine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> Here I am 62 and now I cannot eat eggs. And believe it or not, if you have a sensitivity to an egg, whether it's the yolk or the white, you have a sensitivity to the animal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Understand that. It right. took me, believe me, I was like, wow, when that hit me, it hit me upside the head like a ton of bricks. It was like, mm-hmm. Whoa, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that, that comes with experience and understanding that sometimes food is, is medicine, but it can also be poison. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then I went from that into appendicitis. And then from that, it went to having children. And then from that, it went to having gallbladder out. I mean, parts is parts. I don't have any left. Um, Then at work, I I got hurt at work back in 1988. This is where pretty much all really, really got going. Um, I fell and I injured both knees, my left ankle, and I screwed up my back. So I'd been out of work for 38 years. Mm -hmm. And in that 38 years, I've been doing a lot of learning, a lot of educating myself and a lot of understanding of what really took place Mm -hmm. on an energetic level, as well as medicinal, you know, yeah, medicinal, medical. And I was like, wow, when Mm -hmm. I sit here now and I think back, I don't know how I got through it all. I really don't. And there were times I really wanted to take my life because I was like, what is, go-? you know, I didn't have the understanding I have now. I was asleep, just like a lot of people. I was asleep. Right. I had to wake up to who I am. And it took all of that to wake me up to who I am. But at least I took the positive from all of it. I took the good from it. Cause you know what? Sometimes when we go through things, we need to share that with others so that they, you've experienced it. Not that they're going to experience it the same way you did, but you have a knowledge and an understanding of what it's like to go through those things. Mm-hmm. And it makes a difference because being an empath and a sensitive uh, and being medically intuitive, mm-hmm. just intuitive, period, 
um, it was like, wow, wow. And then I meet Dr. Monzi on my path here just a year ago, actually, a little over a year ago. And she introduced me to being a co-founder of Functional Wellness, a partner in it. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing how this was kind of like the icing on the cake, so to speak, <laughs> Because after having the stroke and being in the wheelchair for 17 years and having stents put in my heart and having multiple sclerosis and having all these autoimmune things going on, because b- believe it or not, it's all autoimmune, every mm-hmm. bit of it, autoimmune exactly. disease, it's inflammation. If you get rid of the inflammation or at least control the inflammation, it makes a huge difference. The body can then heal. Right now, 98% of the world are walking around malabsorbed mm-hmm. and leaky gut mm-hmm. because of the foods that we've been eating. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and so do you- my contributing between the medications, they had me on 22 pills uh, a day, three times a day. Um, that did its damage as well. And I'm still healing from all of that. But you can do it. The body can rebound Mm -hmm. if you give it what it needs to heal. Absolutely. And give it rest to heal. Because when we're just, you know, constantly just feeding it poison and not taking care of it, not controlling our stress, then it's in this constant compromised state and it never has a chance to rest. And so therefore it can give back to us fully. And I think it was Hippocrates who said it best that our food is our medicine. (laughs) And this is according to a lot of indigenous cultures and, and even Eastern cultures of like Ayurveda that, and we know it just from Western science that 80% of our health chronic issues and autoimmune diseases and inflammation comes from the food that we eat and the stress that we deal with on a day-to-day basis. And so even our indigenous cultures knew that all good health started with food and how we digest our food. And um, yeah, so I think if you think about our lifestyle, okay, you want to talk about the indigenous. Now you tweaked my interest here because I love what we have cultures Mm -hmm. that are out there that are living to, to be 259 years old. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Because they don't have computers. They mm-hmm. don't have the stress that we have. Mm-hmm. They don't live the lifestyles that we live. Hello? Absolutely. Absolutely. They, they have found a better value to life because they're just living it. They're living it. And they're also living it out in nature, <laughs> which yeah. is a huge part of you know, our issues of today. We have become so denatured and disconnected from nature because when we think about even just on a physical level, and we can take it again to a mental and emotional level of the the energy and, and how nature and food affects us at the the subtle bodies, not only this physical material body, but also our subtle bodies. And we, we can talk about that as, as well. But we, when we think about the human body, just like the entire cosmos, the, the universe, it's made of five five elements, five main elements, and that's earth, that's water. That's fire, that's air, and that's space, which 70 to 80 percent is 70 to 80 percent of us that, that they consider us to be water now, or has it gone up to 90 percent? They change the numbers quite often. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that, again, like we talked about, our indigenous cultures, they understood this and they knew that there was a bond between what we eat, nature, 
energy, the human body, human health, and, and all of that. But what we are seeing today in our ecosystem, Anne-Marie, and I know you and I, we, we talked about this last time, is that we have devalued the sacredness of nature and what it gives to us in the form of energy as food. You know, we're, we, when you look at the realities of today, we see so many regions of the world that are becoming denatured through climate crisis. We see water has become toxic. Food has become toxic. The air that we breathe has become polluted. <laughs> and the cycles of seasons of time have become out of balance and irregular. I mean, these are a part of who we are embodied in mind, body, and spirit. And if we're not valuing that as being sacred, then yeah, I mean, mother nature now, as we see these things happening, this is a wake up call. We're already in it. We've been in it for a while. <laughs> I think some people are kind of waking up to it because we're kind of at the end of this, the cycle where things are shifting to something to come of, of it, of new. And um, where, you know, where there's more of a balance between, you know, the masculine and the feminine, feminine energy, but we're giving, we're getting more into the feminine energy. Maybe you want to talk about that a little bit. Oh, the womb. Think yes. About the womb. Um, yes. Womb, woman. Mm-hmm. Woman. We have mm-hmm. woman, we have man. Bring them together. Find that balance and the harmony of that vibration. Why would, why would we only want to own one part of ourselves? Mm. When we've been given so much, mm-hmm. but we seem to want to grab a hold of one and not the other. Right. I don't get that. I, I want to grab onto all of it. I want all of it. Wholesome, holistic. <laughs> you can't treat one without the other. Exactly. You can't go anywhere without the other. That's right. That's right. And if you don't own it, you ain't going nowhere. You're right. <laughs> So Anne-Marie, as a shaman and as an energy healing, how can we as humanity get back to nurturing these aspects of ourselves, of of what we're talking about here in terms of reconnecting with food as medicine, really getting in tune with what we we need in terms of our own constitution as unique unique human beings, um, getting in tune again with nature and even connecting to higher vibrating foods. And we can maybe talk about what, what some of those are um, in the form of these being medicine that can transform us, as you said, whole, holistically, you know, spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally on all of those levels. How can humanity get back to that? Oh boy. And their food for one. Um, <laughs> the, this is just came to me. The two peas, pineapple and pomegranates. Hmm. Right now, at this time in our evolution, what do we got going on out there? We got this thing going on out there that is causing a lot of uh, respiratory. Well, pineapple, the bromelade in the pineapple helps with that. And Mm. the pomegranate is the heart healer. It's the blood cleaner. Right. Yes. Yes. Those are the two that I can. (laughs) I just read a story about that, uh, an article that was talking about pomegranate um, and the heart. I mean, there's a lot of studies out there about that. You're right. Mm -hmm. About heart health. And just think those two, those are just two that I mentioned. Those two fruits come from where? Nature. Yes. And if we keep cutting things down and, and moving things around, understand as from a shaman's perspective this tree here is connected to this tree over here that's probably a half quarter mile away 
Mm-hmm. They have an energy center. They have these roots that go and they're connected to one another, just like we're supposed to be connected to one another. Yes. And when you start cutting those down and, and getting rid of, you're getting rid of a population, you're getting mm. rid of a family that have connected and grown together and nurtured one another. Think about what we're doing. Just takes a little common sense. It's very simplistic. When you really break it down, sit out under a tree, put mm. your back up at that tree and put your butt in the dirt. <laughs> feel, <laughs> feel that energy. Seriously, allow yourself. I, this is the thing. You've got to allow yourself. You've got to mm-hmm. give yourself permission. Because for whatever reason, when we incarnate here, we think we've got to have permission for everything. That's right. But I'll tell you what, you take something from nature, you better give honor to it. Mm-hmm. Thank it. Because you don't know who planted that. You don't know who put the energy into that. Mm-hmm. It could have been a bird flying by. You don't know what that bird had on its mind. Gee, I think I'm going to drop this seed here today so that I can help humanity. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Possibilities are endless. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mindfulness. This is where I'm, I'm very simplistic thinking, mm-hmm. but yet I'm very, I can go very deep. Mm-hmm. Um, there's more than one solution or resolution to anything if you want to chase it long enough. Right. It's what you give honor to. It's what you give placement to. It's what you find your value in. We are electric beings. Therefore, we should be eating electric food. Dr. Sebi had it right. Mm-hmm. Bless mm-hmm. you, Dr. Sebi. I give honor to you. Yes. He's my mentor. Mm-hmm. If I had to have a mentor out there. Dr. Sebi is my mentor. Yes. He didn't go to college. He didn't go to school for that. Dr. Now, Sebi. He was a doctor for sure. Because he, yeah. he had the knowledge and, and the wisdom of how to use those high vibrational energy and herbs and so forth that naturally comes from the earth. Absolutely. And so many people had gravitated to him. I mean, he had, uh, I don't even know how many, how much, I mean, he was a billionaire, wasn't he? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't think, think he was, I don't know, but I, don't, I know he wasn't much. in it for the money. Maybe. No, nope. he wasn't. No, yes, but you yes. know what? His money created foundations. Right. To bring education and knowledge. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What a better way to give back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's too bad he to leave us. I'm not even going to go into that. Mm-hmm. But um, but his he, he's just a testament, you know, not monetary, but the knowledge and the wisdom that has been handed down from even our ancient and indigenous cultures that, you know, he was connected to. And as you know, it's not surprising that nature has, you know, therapeutic, uh, you know, effects that has been since the beginning of mankind. But, you know, unfortunately, Western medicine has just finally caught up to it. <laughs> I don't know if it's caught up to it yet or not, not. yet. I mean, you, but you know, but you, you know, you do see a lot of the connections, especially with psychotherapy. And that's why there's a terminology of ecotherapy now, you know, where they're looking at the psychological benefits of, of that, of, of being in nature, you know, and uh, you, you commonly hear that as a way to, to, to combat depression and anxiety and, and uh, things of that nature, because it does bring us back to, to mindfulness, you know, being in the present moment, but it also gives us an opportunity to expand ourselves and uh, this level of uh, self, self-expansive 
self-expansion, but also self-acceptance and knowing that we are part of something, something much bigger than who we are. Yes, ma'am. You better believe it. <laughs> and that's nature. <laughs> and it brings us to that point that therefore that's, that's what connects us all, you know, and, um, and there's deep connection in, in that of nature and the things that come about of nature in terms of food and so forth. There, so there's a sense of belongingness. Let me ask you one. Mm-hmm. Riddle me this. What was created first? The earth. What was the universe? The trees. The trees. Nature. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nature. All of it. <laughs> yes. That was here long before we were. Yes. So that's why I feel when I'm out in nature, it brings me back to the creator because that was the initial creation. And so so when you think of, I was a blade of grass, I was a feather Mm -hmm. on a bird. Mm -hmm. We were before we came here Mm -hmm. many, many lifetimes ago. (laughs) That's right. So, you know, if you just know that you connect with that, you embody that, then you don't have to get caught up in the day-to-day challenges and stressors of life because you know, you know, who you are of that and that you are part of that. And you go back to, again, looking at the bigger picture. You don't have to get caught up in that because there's something much bigger that's working around in you throughout all of us connected collectively. <laughs> so that that's the beauty in it. That's the beauty of nature and um, the sense of connection that it brings, you know, to ourselves within each other and a higher power. That is true quantum physics right there. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. <clears throat> so let's kind of get back to nutrition. Because I liked what you said in terms of your experience um, with your health challenges. And so you, you really talked about how the food and the energy of the food was really your culprit of coming out of this uh, kind of a um, uh, inflammation state. Um, So how can we as women who are battling that of, of a lot of stress um, that, that we commonly and just the busyness, not maybe not even stress, but just the busyness of life, we're really not connected and mindful to the things that we're eating. Much of us are eating a lot of fast foods. You know, we're not really true, truly eating for our soul. We're not really yeah. truly, truly eating for our soul. So are there some tips that you want to kind of provide to women to come back into eating from their soul, eating mindfully, recognizing how we're all individual how you can connect individually with what your body needs in terms of nutrition. And, um, and maybe you can even talk about water um, and hydration being the, like the main, main energy source, because that's who we are. 70 to 90% of us is water. So yeah, talk about that a little bit. How can we shift our mindset to think more of be mindful of our nutrition and what we consume? You just said it, be mindful. Mm-hmm, be mm-hmm. mindful of what you're going to the store to shop for. Be mindful of the section of the store that you're in. Be aware of the chemicals in those foods. Read the containers. If they've got more than three or four ingredients, stay away from it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's one tip. Um, I personally shop in the produce section. <laughs> okay. Okay. I was going to ask you what exactly, what type of foods should we be leaning toward more fruits and vegetables unprocessed foods of that nature? Yes. Fruits and vegetables, definitely organic. And if you cannot, for whatever reason, get organic, uh, 
soak them. If they're soakable, soak them for at least 30 minutes to an hour. Mm-hmm. So this takes some thought. It takes some preparation. Find your value within yourself for yourself. Because when you find that value within yourself, mm-hmm. you're going to find the same value for those that you're feeding. Mm. So and true. when you're preparing food for people, I put a lot of thought and a lot of energy and a lot of love into that food. And I, and I just think on those thoughts as I'm preparing mm-hmm. food and in my opinion, and this is just my opinion, it tastes so good. Oh, yes. Because <laughs> often when we're just busy cramming food down, we don't take the time to really experience the aroma and the textures and and all of that, you know, it's so much that- that's been put into preparing it. Absolutely. Yes, yes. A salad, people think of a salad as just a salad. To me, a salad is like uh, filet mignon. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm like, I put on it. That's like my mouth. This is no joke. My <laughs> mouth, when I'm cooking, or I don't cook much, but when I'm preparing my raw food, my mouth starts to water and well up. Mm-hmm. I literally mm-hmm. sometimes have to catch a drizzle as it comes out the corner of my mouth. <laughs> well, Look that's when you know you're in flow. Mm-hmm. That's what you that's when you know you're truly in flow, you know. I've got a clean palate. Right. Mm. When you clean your palate, get away from the chemicals. And that's another thing. Clean that palate. That yes. will help you also to get rid of that inflammation. Take care of your teeth, your mm-hmm. gums. All of it is so important. Everything within yourself is so important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You really understood the, the how amazing the body really is mm. from a cellular level. Yes. Think about that. It's energy. Everything is energy. We are energy. We just come in this form because this energy on this planet is so dense. Mm-hmm. It really is. Mm-hmm. And so we have to come when we incarnate here, we incarnate into this avatar like this. Mm-hmm. We're spiritual beings and we come in. We don't come in until we take our first breath. That's when our soul enters the body is when we take that first breath. Mm. Other than that, we're an avatar inside of our womb, in the womb, and we're back to the womb again. That's right. Nurturing. We have to nurture ourselves just like we would nurture life with inside of ourselves. Because that's what we have. We have life inside of ourselves, whether we're carrying a child or not. It's life inside of ourselves. How do you value your life? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Connect to that life, that being. It's a gift. Mm-hmm. It's a priceless gift. Yes. And that's why it's so important that with Mother Nature, Mother, she's the living being, that womb that supports us. That's what it's about. And that's what you feel when you're in nature is that supportive womb. Just like a child or a, an embryo in the mother's womb, as we're growing, we feel that love and support. So just right. connecting back to that of, of nature. So, so important. But yeah, it's such a, that we have to have balance. You know, health is about balance and it goes beyond just the, the physical body. Um, but really to have that true well-being in mind, body and spirit and, um, and really getting in touch with the senses in terms of what, what truly are the foods that can nourish those deeper parts of us and our body as well. And, um, and so you, you've provided some, some good information. So we need to start with the eating naturally is what you're saying in terms of organic foods, if, if possible. Well, 
much as possible. Lots of fruits and vegetables. Is um, organic food puts more into their the nutrients of the food, uh, the medicinal properties of the food, because it's not tainted with chemicals. It, it doesn't have to fight off the chemicals. It's fighting off other things. Um, and that's what's so unique about organic food. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's true. There's no such thing as real organic anymore. Right. But there is. Mm-hmm. I, I know that's like a double-sided quite, uh, answer. But Yeah, it's kind of a paradoxical thing, you know. Yeah. Um, but like you said, I think that in that, that's why it's so important to get in tune with our own biophysical, biochemical needs in, in terms of food, because, you know, we're so quick to jump on this next fad diet of what everybody else is doing, <laughs> but there's no, it's not humanly possible to have a one size fits all approach when it comes to diet, because again, we're part of as I mentioned earlier, we have five components of who we are um, in terms of our constitutions. And this is very much noted in, in Ayurveda and the Eastern cultures that we have these, these doshas of, of Veda or Bada, Pitta and Kapha, you know, so there's a different element. We all have different constitutions of how much air, earth, water, all of that within our body. So certain foods that we ingest based on if we're more dominant in a Bada, Pitta or Kapha, then it's going to affect us differently, if that makes sense. And that's a whole nother conversation, (laughs) but we just have to recognize (laughs) what I'm trying to say is our uniqueness and be empowered to manage our health in a very personalized manner. And I think that's, that's the message I'm trying to get to, you know, in terms of recognizing which foods are good for us, but also those that can be poison. There's a lot of poison out there. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of poison, even in words that cross lips. That's right. Um, Words are energy too. It's mm. all energy. We're all we're all energy. So be mindful not only of there's a lot of things to be mindful of. Um, our words, our words have power. That's why mm-hmm. we've been given the gift of speaking. Right. Use that gift the right way mm. to encourage and nurture one another, not to put each other down, not to tear each other down. We need to lift each other up with our words. Be wholesome. Mm. Mm-hmm. You and I, we talked about last week when we connected about um, how you give your water energy. Talk about how we can, we because as we are 70, 90% water, then the vibration of just talking like you're talking about now, it affects us, you know, on an energetic level. So talk about how we can nurture the water because a lot of it's polluted. And so how can we really get to where water is more healthy in terms of from the inside out. What I personally do on a personal level for, for our water is I'll go to the rivers with mm-hmm. my safe and my crystals. And I have prayer there. I have ceremony for the water. Mm-hmm. I have ceremony for the stars. I have ceremony for the plants. I have ceremony for human beings. I have animals, all of it. Um, when you honor these things and you get it, they will honor you back. Yes. They give back in so many beautiful ways. Mm. It's just honoring it all. But the first place you got to start honoring is yourself. Yes. Amen. Amen, sister. (laughs) That's where it starts. Love yourself enough to make the changes. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And create habits, new habits, because I think that's, that's, we, we get stuck in our old patterns and, you know, yeah, we have to, I don't believe yes. in diets. I don't believe in fats. Mm-hmm. You know, I keep hearing about this keto diet. I hear about this diet, that diet and every other diet. And I'm like, what is wrong with people? It's not <laughs> about a diet. It's about a lifestyle. Absolutely. Very much so. It doesn't last. The lifestyle lasts. Am I right? Yes. So true. So true. So the one foot in front of the other every day, implement something new. Mm -hmm. Even if it's this big, implement it. Mm -hmm. Small steps. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Small steps at a time. Absolutely. So this has been great, Anne-Marie. Are there any other key takeaways that you want to provide for listeners today in terms of energy, as terms of nature, as a healer? food, as a medicine, anything else that you want to provide in terms of tips today? Food is definitely medicine. It's been my medicine and I honor it and I give thanks for it and I'm humble for it. Um, we got some tough times coming. I can, Mm -hmm. I can assure you of that. Uh, Um, love one another, Mm. love, just love, put your differences aside. Come from your heart space, not here. This, this here, this here will fail you. Your heart will not fail you if you just trust it. Listen to it. Connect to it. Literally, put your hand on your chest and feel your heartbeat. Put your hand here. Feel you on your wrist. Get your pulse. Where's your pulse at today? When you wake up in the morning, what do you do? You told me about your ritual that you do in the morning. Share that with the ladies. Mm-hmm. Share that with the world. Absolutely. When you wake up in the morning, give thanks that you were given another day, Mm. that you were blessed to have another day to try it all over again, because every day is a new day. Every moment's a new moment. It's a choice. We can go around angry and miserable, which causes disease too. It's Mm. an energetic disease. We're energy beings. I love Reiki. And go get a Reiki session somewhere. Go get a massage. <laughs> yes, it's the everyday ritual for myself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, that's a part of who we are. Now, we're just not these physical beings. We're also energy and spirits. And, um, you know, we have to treat that of just in, you know, kind of conclusion and summarizing what we've talked about. We've talked about nature and food as the embodiment of who we are. And mind, body, spirit, and soul. And there's definitely energy and vibrational effects of the the food that we eat and being connected to nature, being connected with herbs and flowers and sunlight, water, the grass, you know, and, and I I give it thanks before I even put it to my mouth. I give Mm -hmm. it thanks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I give it energy. Mm -hmm. Water carries energy. As a matter of fact, I'm marrying my granddaughter next month. Okay. Doing a ceremony with water for her, for her wedding Uh that everybody's going to hold water in their hands and and give good energy for their future. Mm, I love that. And then at the end of the ceremony, we're going to drink together. Mm. The bride and groom are going to switch their waters. Mm. Wow. Okay. Beautiful. I've never heard of that. That's something I created. (laughs) Okay. Well, it sounds like a beautiful creativity, you know, that you have. Uh, that's what a beautiful that's amazing. Way but there's so many beautiful energy. Liquefy that 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm a water creature. I'm an Aquarian Pisces. What can I say? Me too. Yeah, we connected. We, you know, when we first met, we already had that connection. We knew we were water friends. <laughs> yeah. Water baby. <laughs> <Those> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So there's beauty in the flow of water, you know. And so yeah, we've talked about it being a part of nature. I mean, there's a deep expansion of ourselves and coming into a higher power you know, and, and more connection with each other and having a sense of belongingness. So this has been great. We've, uh, I've really enjoyed you and I'm sure listeners have enjoyed you and your story as well. Keep up with what you're doing and uh, for, for love and that of community and, and humanity is so much needed, so much needed in today's, you know, unprecedented times that we're living in, but you know, there's hope. We can never lose hope and we just have to keep putting one, one foot in front of the other and keep moving. Keep praying for one another. Keep praying. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's that's my daily practice. Me too. Praying for humanity and community, surely. And just the expansion of love and empathy and compassion. So much of what we need. So this has been good again. So how can listeners get in touch with you if they would like to work with you, which I'm sure that you have many. And I know that you're a busy lady, but uh, where, where can listeners find you? Uh, you can find me at functionalwellnessnetwork.com. Um, you can find me at Village Chiropractic here in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Um, don't call there though. Call my number <laughs> 385-651-7789. Or you can reach out to, to me through email, which is Miss M-I-S-S-A-Marie59 at gmail.com. I'd be glad to connect with you. Awesome. I will make sure to put those information that contact information in the show notes so thank you again it's been a pleasure it's been an honor my kindred spirit soul friend <laughs> you take care you too dear all right bye-bye bye-bye thank you for listening to the women living healthy podcast where we are supporting and inspiring women through education and inspirational talks this podcast will lead you on a path of holistic living with more freedom more joy and less stress tune in every thursday to learn more about how you can better manage your stress and life challenges so that you can live a more purposeful joyful and balanced healthy lifestyle while healing and deeply reconnecting to your mind your body and your spirit if this was your first time tuning in go ahead and click follow so you don't miss out on one of our exciting episodes. Please leave a review. Your feedback is appreciated so we can make this an enjoyable listening experience for you.